I've been asked a question. What is it like to have a spouse with borderline personality disorder? And I didn't have to go far to find some answers I wanted to share with you today on this podcast of my inner torch. Well, thank you for joining me again. I want to put out a disclaimer as I kind of sometimes do, and sometimes I kind of forget. If you are a person with BPD, or if you suspect you have BPD, this is not a podcast for you, okay? This may inherently trigger you, and it's not meant to. This is a safe place for those of us who are nons, who do not have BPD, and are actively engaged in a relationship with somebody that does have BPD, or we suspect has BPD, okay? So I just want to let you know that. That's my disclaimer. And here comes the email address for your comments, thoughts, suggestions, myinnertorch at gmail.com. So somebody posted on Quora what it's like to have a spouse with borderline personality disorder. And I wanted to share this with you because I think the information, if you are actually married like myself to somebody that you suspect has BPD or has been diagnosed with BPD, uh, you may find that this is kind of like looking in a mirror because they're describing their, their borderline, their marriage with their borderline in chronological order. And so in the beginning, which is called the idealization phase, it's incredible. It's how you end up married to someone with BPD in the first place. They worship you and make you feel like you've met your soulmate. They talk you up to everyone they know and are vulnerable and complimentary. Now, I don't know if they're vulnerable because my wife wasn't. She had a lot of walls, but they're certainly complimentary and they certainly idealize yourself, you primarily. They, they build you up and you feel like you are king or queen of the hill. But then... The confusion sets in. For me, for this person who's writing, it was right after the wedding. They begin to ooze their BPD behaviors out gradually. The calm, confident person you married becomes sadistically irate and begins threatening suicide. Now, that is an extreme case. Again, in my experience with borderline personality disorder, uh, my wife has not threatened suicide. She's talked about other people that she's been with who have threatened suicide when she abandoned them or they abandon her, but she doesn't, she does, she, she doesn't threaten it herself. This is when you may see self-harming behaviors as the person with BPD's spouse. You of course want to help them in these obvious moments of despair. If you know what to look for, you can watch them splitting right before your very eyes. They become abusively angry over some perceived slight And when you step in to soothe them, their anger turns to sorrow and remorse. And again, this doesn't happen in my uh, situation. I've talked about this in previous podcasts. My wife doesn't show a lot of empathy or remorse. In fact, she basically shows none. So this can be, again, a crossover to a narcissist. This can be a crossover to somebody who's antisocial, could be. Because again, remember, cluster B personality types can exhibit you know, symptoms from all different personality types. You're not strictly just borderline. You can be borderline narcissistic, borderline antisocial, borderline histrionic, just to make it more interesting for those of us who have to deal with it. At this point, you start to learn the importance of validation. They crave it like a drug. If you stand up against their rage and outbursts, they will seek validation for their feelings or try to make the facts fit their feelings in other ways. You have now entered the devalue phase. I'm sure it's different for everyone, but my spouse with BPD turned to his parents for validation. He devalued me to them 
made up a lot of lies and half-truths, all, of course, behind my back. Here come the flying monkeys, so to speak. In hindsight, it's almost like my spouse with BPD was living a double life. Every argument that we had, he'd apologize and be remorseful to me, securing my love, commitment, and validation, and simultaneously devalue me to his family. The triangulation satisfied his need for control. He created two alternate realities where everyone was on his side and his parents and I were against each other. He gaslit me in a variety of ways surrounding the topic of his parents. First, he subconsciously or not would spiral into rage episodes every single time the night before a visit with his parents would take place. This would leave me scared, tense, and broken. He used this as proof to them that I was whatever he'd been telling them that I was, not happy, angry, standoffish, uninterested, etc. Secondly, it kept me in a state of insecurity and confusion. So there was a less of a chance that I'd have the guts to exchange notes with his parents concerning his behavior. And thirdly, his parents' opinion of me was so low, they didn't want to talk to me anyway. Does this sound familiar? Splitting becomes more prevalent the longer the relationship continues. And this is when you really see the abandonment engulfment fears kick in. Just when things seem almost normal, the person with BPD will create conflict, tell you it's over, I can't take your abuse anymore, and leave. That's an engulfment fear. While you're enraged because you're thinking, my abuse, and they're marching down the street, or a little while later, the abandonment fear kicks in and they begin crying to come home. This will happen over and over and over. At this point, my spouse was diagnosed with BPD and entered into DBT, Dialectical Behavioral Therapy, treatment. I had hope once again, but it was a false hope because each time you believe that one issue is tackled, it's replaced with another and it always revolves around validation. Whenever he thought I wasn't meeting his needs, which was pretty much constant no matter what I was or wasn't doing, he sought that validation elsewhere. When he would feel something negative, he assigned or projected it onto me, searching for the facts to fit the feeling. He would tell anyone who would listen about how mistreated he was to validate his feelings of loneliness or whatever it was that he was feeling. Again, does this sound like your situation? My inner torch at gmail.com. Let's see. It goes on. Talks about self-sabotage. He created feedback loops by spreading lies about me, his wife. Whenever things were going well, he'd access a validation agent and be reminded of how awful I was. He set himself up nicely because now his parents can say, you've been so miserable for so long and are so mistreated, which they did, of course. And in the end, discard phase. He told me so many lies for so long to so many people. When I began unraveling the truth, he saw the writing on the wall and perceived abandonment. To gain control over his web of deceit, he abandoned me. He had to. Otherwise, he'd have to admit to nearly everyone in his life that he, A, had a personality disorder, and B, was living a lie. He told me he loved me and was committed to making things great for us in the new year walked out the door to go to a New Year's Eve party, and never came home. He sends me threatening text messages or pops by every now and again to cry and say how sorry he's been. It's been five weeks, but he hasn't filed for divorce, likely because he's hoovering. 
And that's what it's like to have a spouse with BPD. And the saga continues. Thank you very much for this person for posting this on Quora. Of course, the comments were people basically saying, wow, the veil has been lifted. This sounds like a blueprint of my marriage. And I have to say that a lot of what she wrote about is very true and happens in my marriage. Of course, each circumstance is different. Not everything is the same. Borderlines act very differently. They're dysregulated. They are little children trapped inside an adult's body. Their emotional development seems to stop at a very young age. They don't mature like you and I do. They don't deal well with emotions. They deal with a lot of pain. And so that pain is projected onto us. So again, the theme that I've been saying, and again, it's not, I'm not preaching here to say, you know, leave, run, go, because we all have different circumstances. I'm not an armchair, an emotional armchair quarterback, but I will tell you, please develop some self-respect for yourself. Please do not try to go to couples therapy, marriage counseling, or whatever, because traditional therapy is extremely ineffective with a borderline. They are very manipulative. They may turn the therapy against you and you'll be sitting there going, WTF, I thought we were going to get some help here. DBT is very specialized. It is not administered by or offered by all therapists or psychologists out there. It is a specialized treatment. It's long. It may not help. It may temporarily put a Band-Aid on their emotional psyche. But in the end, a borderline is a borderline is a borderline. Okay? Not saying anything bad against these people. It's a horrible personality disorder. It's not something they ask for. But they are very difficult to live with. Very difficult to navigate a relationship with. I wouldn't recommend it. If you're dating somebody with borderline personality disorder, get out. I will tell you that now. I will tell you. If you're married to somebody with borderline personality disorder, if somebody's a relative, well, that's a different circumstance. It's it's more difficult. If you have a child with somebody with BPD, you want to protect that child. You want to not expose that child to this personality disorder. Cluster B, probably the worst cluster of personality disorders from the A, B, C, and now I think they even have a D. You know, they're coming up with more as they go along. But in the end, if somebody is abusing you, if you are not getting anything out of a relationship other than just hanging in there, why are you in the relationship? Do you not have more self-respect? And I, I ask that question and I turn it back to me, okay? And that's what I'm working on my own self-respect, my own self-worth. Remember, you are a good person. You have worth, no matter what anybody says to you, including your borderline. Just remember that. Go forward and remember you have value in this world. It may not be recognized by the borderline. They may devalue you. They may tear you down. They may sabotage you. But at the end of the day, you have value. Just remember that. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. Thank you again for making this one of the most popular podcasts in the self-help category. A lot of us need some help. A lot of us need to be told, including me. That's why I read 
all of these things that I do online because it helps me. It's cathartic. It makes me say, okay, you know what? I'm not alone because you are not alone. That's why you're here. So thank you. And I appreciate your listenership. I appreciate your support. Be well. And in whatever you do, be good. This has been my inner torch. 